No, uh, hey, what did you just click on? I think you're feeling a bit peckish. Because you know where you are right now? You just picked up a sexy kebab. I'm your host, Big Sexy. I'm here with my co-host. Actually, I'll let him introduce himself. G'day, I'm Kebab. We would like you guys to just sit back, unwind, and join us on the chat. All right, all right, all right. Fire them up. We go live in five. <laughs> oh, God. You've been watching Fast and the Furious this week, haven't Actually, you? we watched Hobbs and Shaw the other day. Oh, Jesus With Christ. my brother-in-law. It was hectic. Um, anyway, cuz, today I would like to talk to you about the curvature of the earth. All right, listen, you sound like Cosby, and I'm yeah, it was a Cosby, with, it was a Cosby with, joke with Bill Cosby and his uh, his antics. All right, oh then, all right. I don't approve of them. Moving on, There's then. Much easier ways. Use a club. Like, Moving wh- on. Why do you need club? Yeah, as in like to beat people. Drugs are traceable. Go, go to the club. No, 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 no. Why would he go to a club? That old. I don't friend? know, bro. Anyway, this is going in, down a weird path. I'm right no idea now. where this is going, to be honest. Yeah, uh, that's um, not. Yeah. <laughs> episode eleven, sexy. Yes. Here we are, number big one one. Yeah, it's not really that big. I think ten was the big ten o, one o, one o. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. How much is that? Your this is second, my second glass. My second Malibu. That's your second glass. Yeah, this is my Malibu. second Malibu. <laughs> All right, we need to talk. I need to run an intervention at the moment. I so think I've, you do, I've known you for a really long time. Granted, I've not been around for a while, but nothing's changed on that front. The what you mean on front. that front? The alcoholic front. What, last time I met you, you were like, alcohol tastes like shit. Uh, I don't like it. Honest uh, to God, bro. Why do people drink alcohol? That was, I don't get it. That was the truth. And then I found Malibu and pineapple. All right. You have a podcast, so tell me your truth. This is the truth. This is 2020. Everyone's about their truth or some bullshit Malibu like that. So tell me. Juice. It was my brother's fault. I'm pointing the finger at him. <laughs> so is that the only thing you drink? Um, no, I had a Midori. Like the only alcohol? I had a Midori and, and lemonade, which I found was nice. I like mojitos. Yeah. Uh, but mojitos, if the vodka's too strong, not a big fan. You uh, sound like <clears throat> what we sounded like, like me and my mates, when we first turned 18. Bro, I'm just mature enough now to go back and live my years. To, uh, like live them how exactly because you don't exactly like you drink but then wh- like where does this go to the toilet <laughs> <laughs> um no nah, in all honesty in all honesty it's now i feel responsible enough that i can do a bit of experimentation drink some alcohol if i wanted to like back in the day when everybody was doing it when yeah. it was the we were the teenage years. Yeah. Oh, let's get smashed. Let's get shit-faced. I don't want to remember the, the, the weekend. I don't want to remember anything about my life. Yeah. I've I never yeah. I never had that. I never had that. I never had the. I never had a reason, I guess, to think in that way. And I was like, I didn't want to succumb to that peer pressure of just get shit-faced. Yeah. So I, And I never understood why people would do it. You get me? Like, even now when I drink, I don't get shit-faced. Right, it's it's more. I might get lightheaded. <laughs> so you hit the tipsy stage. I hit the tipsy that. stage, and that's probably because I don't drink. So my tipsy stage is two of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that I, is I, the best stage of alcohol, though. That tipsy stage. That tipsy stage. So I, I don't know how to. Not not that I don't know how. I do know how. I don't want to progress further than that. You get me? And I feel I'm yeah. at a life right. I'm at a part of my life right now where. I have full control of that. It no longer belongs to what society's doing, what the mates are doing. Like it, it's 
It's me. I choose. I choose whether I want to get shit faced or not. And ninety nine percent of the time, I don't want to get shit faced. You just want to get a little buzzed. I just want to get a little buzz. Just a little nice. I like the taste. I drink it for the taste. And if it was up to me, bro, I wouldn't even put alcohol in it. I'd literally just be drinking pineapple juice. What? That just makes... Then drink pineapple juice. You don't need Malibu. Like I said, 99% of the time I do. But this is a nice little ada. It's mazeg. Like it's it's that whole, hey, bro, let's have a Malibu. Let's have... This is your cigar and scotch type of deal. Yeah. All right. And I know you like your cigar and scotch. Look, I like scotch. I do like a good cigar, but I like alcohol a bit. <laughs> For a second there, your lips look like they were going to say way more than you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. Way more than you. Yes. That is that is a definite... That, look, I don't drink that much these days because I've been... So I've gone past that tipsy stage just by a little bit. Yeah. Just a tad. Right, there are photos out there that show. Uh, Pretty sure some of the ones you posted from your birthday, there was a scotch in your hand in every photo. There on is the dance floor. Yes, there is. So that that that's an interesting night. I <laughs> I got the bartender to count how many. Oh really? I had that night. Wow. I had twenty eight double scotch and cokes. Oh, what the? So that was effectively you shit faced. I was, but he, that's the weird part about that night. I wasn't shit faced. Wow. I don't, did you hear the story about what happened after the birthday? Nope. So next... I went home after the birthday. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't go home after that. <laughs> I went to the city after that. Yeah, so... But before I went to the city, uh, do you remember where I had my 21st? Do you remember that hall? Yeah, it was it was Greenville? Uh, Fairfield. Same place, bro. Yeah, I know. Same, same yeah. shit, different day. That's pretty much what it next is. Next door, like literally right next door, the building next door was a, was a cop shop. I don't remember that. Okay. Well, the, right next door was a cop shop. And Actually, I think... No, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I do remember that. Yes, yes, so yes. So, I, okay. I walked into that cop shop yeah. with... Uh, and we had to walk upstairs to get to your party. Yeah, 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 yep, yeah, yep. yeah. So, I walked into that place, uh, into the cop shop. There was a guy, a cop behind the counter. There was a guy. And there was a guy. <laughs> just some random... Just some nugget. <laughs> just, yeah. Wasn't even a cop. No. Nah. <laughs> I walked in. I was like, can I get breath tested? No, really? Yeah, I wanted to... F- I was curious. I was like... Whoa. You weren't driving, though. Well... Like, it was just a... No, I didn't drive. It was a random breath test instigated by yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, w- I wanted to see, like, what my blood alcohol level would be. Because yeah. I got told that number, and I was like, oh, that would be sick to find out. Yeah, so you have a... How much? So you can make a pie chart now out of this. Yeah, but I didn't... Right. But here's the thing. I walked in, <laughs> and he's like, nah, we can't breath test you. I was like, why not? Why? He's like... We we would only do it if you're behind the wheel. I'm really? Like, well, I'm thinking of driving. He's like, how many drinks have you had? 28. <laughs> I was like, yeah, 28. <laughs> you're over the limit. <laughs> He's like, I think it's safe to say. <laughs> I was oh, like, yeah, well. but I feel fine. He, he's like, mate, you're in a cop shop asking <laughs> to get tested. I don't think you're fine. I don't think you're fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> What a legendary cop, though, to just take that one and go. <laughs> Oh, look, I, I kept pushing. I was like, so hold on. Like, if I jump in the car right now and start driving, he's like, we'll be right behind you. I'm like, but I feel absolutely fine. And that was the truth. Like, I actually yeah. felt like I could get behind the wheel and just jump in and drive. I didn't that night. We, got, we took, like, someone else drove and took us to the city. Yeah. But it was just, it's just funny trying to get the, the cop to breath test me. I'm walking in there with, like, a, a like a like the purple robe. Yeah, uh, yeah. you the, were dressed up like a pimp. It yeah, was yeah. hectic. Trying to ask this guy for a breath test. I'm sure 
I look, I don't know how, how often it happens in Fairfield. Maybe people more get stabbed in Fairfield. I, I don't know. I don't know. Purple robe, purple pimp robe, I should say. With uh, It was the Hugh Hefner robe. It was yeah, like a Playboy 28 robe. 28 drinks under yeah. your belt. I reckon he was looking at you going, I want to see how long this guy can stand for. <laughs> so what's the... Uh, all right, because... <clears throat> I love Ara if that's what you're going to ask oh, me. Oh, disgust. What yeah. is wrong with I you? I love Ara to all the non-Egyptian people. That's Uzo or Rakia. Yeah. For some, some other cultures out there. What? How, what? Bro, it was Zena's granddad who did that to me. Like, actually, no. It was Zena's dad who got me into Ara. But it was Zena's granddad that pushed me over the edge, if that makes sense. And it was... Quite a funny story because I don't, not a big drinker, right? So when mm. I go to the in-laws, you want to have some ara with your food? Yeah, no worries. And all their food goes well with ara. Like the Syrian dishes go well with ara, right? Yeah. And it's literally just a glass, right? Like just half a cup even. But I put more Malibu than I put ara. because you're trying to kill the taste? <laughs> hey, no. It's, well, so this is, this is the funny story. Like the way it's made here is one-third ice, one-third water, one-third ara. Yep. Right, so it's fairly watered down. So I drink it like I'm drinking the Valibus. Right? Mm-hmm. Just, just nice sipping away, sipping away. It's gone within 10 minutes. Right? When me and Zena went to Jordan um, in 2016, her granddad was there. Right? And, you know, God rest his soul, has passed away now. But he, we went out for a barbecue with the family. And he made me a um, ara, like a glass yeah. of ara. Little did I know how he makes it, right? I don't know if it's the correct way. I've been told it's the incorrect way to make it. Half ice, half ara, right? Mm. So very potent. Yeah. I drank it like I was drinking the one that Zena's dad makes for me. All right? So my father-in-law, that's the way I drank it. Literally just, yeah, sips, 10 minutes. Bro, I could not lift my head off my body. In my terms, I was effectively shit-faced, <laughs> right? Like, I, I literally could not lift my head up. I, It was just hanging to the side, 45-degree angle on my on my right shoulder, and I leant over to Zena, and I was like, babe, I think I'm drunk. <laughs> I can't lift my head up. I physically cannot lift my head up. And her granddad's just chuckling his, his little hiney off on the other side of the table. <laughs> but, um, no, I like Ara, and I like it strong now. After that incident, I do like it. I like the strong licorice taste. You're disgusting. Yeah, you do you, bro. You're... You have your own likes and dislikes. I do, but, you know, mine are normal and shit. Like... Yeah, normal and shit. <laughs> what is normal? Let's discuss normal, oh, sexy. Oh, shut up, dickhead. We're not going down that route. <laughs> Let's discuss normal. <laughs> uh, I, no, all right. So you, you've, uh, you've said this to me a few times over the last few weeks. Uh, I don't know if it was on the podcast or off the podcast, but you Probably had like not, an epiphany yeah. about your life on on alcohol, or like you your did uh, I? Yeah, you said something about it that. wasn't you an were, epiphany. What was it? Or you had like a midlife a, crisis. What was it? No, 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 it wasn't midlife crisis. No, it wasn't to do with alcohol. Oh. you're talking about my identity crisis. Oh, your identity crisis. What, yeah, you you're drank your about, ass off. You were no, I didn't really do. Actually, I was drunk when it when it came about. Okay. <laughs> um, no, so I had a issue growing up i didn't know i had an issue growing up because it wasn't an issue until i went outside of australia you still have an issue but go i have a lot of issues um but it was i grew up thinking i was egyptian right i am egyptian i was born in egypt (laughs) 
right? <laughs> to clarify, because he's given me this look like, but you are Egyptian, you nugget. Uh, all right, let me clarify. So I was born in Egypt and, and our, my family migrated here. We came here in 89 and I was three years old. Mm. My issue was we were told from day one, the church said this, you know, the parents said this, we are not from Australia. You're not from here. You're born in Egypt. That's your mm. home country. That's your motherland. Right? Now, I've lived here, I'm 34 now, 31 years I've lived here. Yep. Right? I went back to Egypt in 2016, four years ago, for the first time in my life. I went back with Zena. Um, she'd been there more times than I had. <laughs> um, and I went to Egypt thinking, awesome, I am going to find out who I am. Like... The whole world's been telling you where you're I'm Egyptian. From. Yeah. But this is where I'm from. You know, I get to go into the pyramids. I, you know, I get to experience life that I should have lived. You get me? Mind you, Egypt, in my opinion, is a bit of a hole, right? It should not be the third world country that it is. It, it has so much potential, but there is way too much corruption going on there. Oh, yeah. Right? So, <laughs> it, like, it should not be what it is I, I went to Egypt and everybody warned me everybody was like bro it's dirty the streets are dirty they throw their garbage just down on the street like there's no structure to the, to the country uh, you can bribe police officers oh yeah um, like you can there's so much in Australia that you can't do that in Egypt nobody would bat an eyelid like everybody would just look at you being like you didn't bribe the copper to get out of that like what's wrong with you you just yeah. shoot him five dollars he's gonna walk away no worries and uh, in my mind I'm like bro you bribe a cop you go on a jail. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're going to get arrested. That's a criminal record. You're going to get messed up, right? And <clears throat> when we went to Egypt, I went there thinking, right, I have found home. This is this is who I am now. I'm going to see home. Right? I'm going to see home. Went there, stayed with my auntie, you know, like I I I did like Egypt. I liked the food. The food was amazing. Mm. Um, like the way that they cook the traditional food is not the same way that like your mum would make it here. It's 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 awesome over there, yeah. right? The nightlife amazing, right? They 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 definitely don't close the, you know they they don't close at eight o'clock. They, they don't close, close at five. <laughs> yeah, like if anything, a couple of shops shut down for a couple of hours and then start back up again at like ten p.m. and go all night. Yeah, you know, and that was one thing that I was that was a culture shock to me because come five o'clock here. Bro, if you haven't done your shopping at five o'clock, you're pretty much stuffed. You've got two hours left to go get all your groceries. Yeah. You know? Whereas shops over there, it's 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 a break from reality. It's not a necessity. Mm. Um and then went there and started to try and experience the culture. Right? I did the tourism stuff, went to the pyramids. You know, went to the Museum of Mummies and all that business. Museum of Mummies, yeah. Well, you know what, it is. You know what I'm talking about. I forgot what it's called. Our um, Museum? Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when I went to these events, I thought, all right, cool, this is my heritage. This is like, now we're talking, this is where, you know, this is your history. Yeah. I went there and I was like, yeah, the pyramids are cool. This is amazing shit. Like, it's unfathomable how large those things are, right? But when I went there, I was treated like a tourist, right? Yeah. Which some people might say that's that's a good thing, right? It's a good thing if you are a tourist, if you believe you're a tourist. It's a shit thing if you believe you're from that country because mm. you effectively get ostracized by those people. 
Yeah. Like you become a second class citizen to those people. Right? Sounds sounds bad when I say second class citizens. That's not the fact they they treated you like royalty because a lot of people were like, "Oh, you got the blue passport, you know, You're Australian, you mm. got money." Right? And uh, back then our money was worth 12 times the amount. Right? Like you, you trade it, you get $12, $1, $12 back. So you're living like a king over there. Right? I spent no more than a hundred Australian dollars in Egypt for two weeks. Yeah, you that could was get by, that uh, was yeah. food. I bought two papyrus like um, what are they called? Paintings, handmade yeah. paintings. We went out on the town. Like I was buying like left, right, and center. I was buying stuff, and I was like, I spent a hundred dollars. Right? There was one incident that really cemented it for me. And it, th- this incident kind of destroyed who I was in my mind. We went to a sh- uh, one of the shops. It was some shoe shop. Zena needed to buy shoes. Um, we went in. I had my mum with me because she is very fluent in the Arabic. She understands the culture. She understands everything about it. I'm fluent enough in Arabic, but not when I'm over there. Yeah. yeah. Over there, bro, they shit on me. Right. Things will fly over your head. You yeah. Know, there's just slang you don't understand. Yeah, slang. Yeah. And to this degree, me and Zena walked in, not a word of English, right? I'm talking to my mum. She's like, nah, we can get this shoe cheaper. Let me talk to the guy. I'm going to make him drop it, blah, 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 blah. I overheard the guy lean over to his mate behind the cash register and say, that lot are from Sydney. Not even Australia. From, from Sydney. Sydney, right? And I, I was blown away. I didn't ask any questions. I didn't want to like... We were trying to negotiate for the shoes. So I didn't want us to get ripped <laughs> off because we were going to get ripped off, right? Once they know you're an outsider, that's it. Good luck. Yeah, but prices go through the roof. Um, it's effectively 50 times the price. Mm. Um, that happened. Then I went to the pyramids and we got into the pyramids based on my birth certificate a lot of back and forth argument the tool guide for us she just stepped in and she said look they're egyptians deal with it and she just told us to walk in yeah all right this guy's flashing guns and stuff i've never seen a gun in my life <laughs> this guy's flashing guns under his belt and I, i'm just kind of like not trying to make myself look like i'm scared this guy's gonna pull a gun on me <laughs> right but we i just walked in i just said oh, stuff and i'm walking in if she says walk in walk in i walked in we got to the actual pyramids. You need to buy tickets to go into the pyramids. If you're a local, you don't need tickets. If you're a foreigner, you need to have a ticket. The ticket is about 100 Egyptian pounds or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so I was like, nah, we're not going to need the tickets. We're already in. So we walked all the way to the pyramids. about a good hour walk. Um, got there and the bloke, not where's your tickets? All of this in Arabic. He's talking to me in Arabic. Where's and your you're tickets? Answering in and I'm answering yeah. in Arabic. I'm like, what tickets, mate? I'm born here. Mm. Right? He's like, no, you're not. I'm like, I'm born here. Here is my birth certificate. He's like, nah, there's no picture attached to that. That's not you. I'm like, even if there was a picture attached to this, I would be a baby. You would not be able to tell the difference, you dumbass. Right? And I said one thing that I think triggered him and it turned into a fight because my mum came out of the bus. The... um. The tour guide came out of the bus and I said to him, and all Egyptians will understand this, I said, Toz, I don't want to go into your pyramids. 
Toz is effectively saying, you know what? Stuff you. Yeah. F you. I'm done. This conversation's over. All right? I said, Toz, I don't want to go into your pyramids. And I turned my back and walked off. And he started saying stuff like, oh, why are you being rude? We weren't rude to you. Blah, 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 blah. The lady heard that, our tour guide. She came down, ripped him a new one. She's like, she's like, we bring our people to this country who have been overseas, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he's not from here, but he's born here. You're supposed to treat him like, you know, he's from this country, this and that. I told her, don't worry about it. I don't want to go into the pyramids. Mm. This guy has effectively destroyed my, my, my image of Egypt. And that's on him. See you later. We walked off. I didn't get to go inside the pyramids. You didn't miss much. Everybody says that. You didn't miss much. Everything was at the museum anyway. It's been stripped inside. It's just the yeah, fact not of even you that. It's not even in Egypt. It's in London. There you go. <laughs> um, so, got home from that incident. Like, after we after Egypt, we went to Jordan, which I absolutely loved. Yeah. All right? We spent two weeks there, and then we came home to Sydney. All right? Got home, and it wasn't until about six months I'm trying to come to terms with who the frig am I? Are you Australian? Are you Egyptian? I have no idea anymore. I've been told <laughs> for 31 years of my life, you are an Egyptian. Mm. Two weeks in the country has destroyed my entire outlook. Right? Got home and I remember we were sitting at a barbecue and I'd had a little bit too much harder. Right? Zena's dad made it. And we were just we were having a blast, barbecue, family over. It was it was a nice, very nice night. And I was like, you know what? I'll have two, three glasses. Had about three glasses of Ida. And my mind switched on. And I just started talking. And the people there, uh, Tuta was there, Tamar was there, you know, that family, that side yeah. of the family. Um, and I just turned around and I said, guys... I don't know who the free guy am. They're like, what do you mean? Tuta, Tuta's awesome to talk to, so we're talking to her. Yeah. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, this whole time I've been thinking I'm Egyptian, but I'm not Egyptian. I'm Aussie. Like, I I love this country. I prefer to live here. Like, I, I prefer the rules. I, I, I like the safety. I like the... I like the, the workforce. I like the... Yeah, like, every country has its problems. I get it. You know, like, yes, you experience racism here. Yes, you experience... You, uh, you, technically, I'm not from here. Yeah. Right? So, I will experience racism. But there is something to be said for... I've lived here. I know when somebody is actually being racist. And I know when somebody is just having a dig for shits and giggles. Yeah. You know? And that's it a very important line to draw. You know, that can actually make or break a relationship in any place. Mm. You know? If you can't determine where that line is drawn you have a lot of problems that you'll face and that yeah that was my that was my existential crisis of who i am bro so so who what are you egyptian or australian or what what are you australian but i was born in egypt that's how i like to talk about now like i am australian i'm 100 percent true blue aussie right i know the rules yep comfortable in the country I could speak the language, right? I know I have established myself here. Own a house, own car, yep. you know, family. My my son goes to childcare in this country. Like, I am established in Australia. I am an Australian, right? Yep. 
but I was born in Egypt. I have a I have an awesome heritage. You know, I have an awesome history. You can't deny that. Seven wonders, one of the seven wonders of the world. But I am not the same Egyptian as my parents are. Yep. I'm not. I don't have that connection to that country, and I never will. You don't have a past there. No, I don't, and I never will. Mm. You know, I'm not the same. I don't have that same connection as people that come from Egypt, otherwise known as freshies. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Hobbs. Yeah, fr- fresh off the boat, come from Egypt. They, they, they've already lived their life. They're 30, 40 years old, and they're starting a new life here. Kudos to them. That's on them. Like that, you do what you got to do. Do what, like I understand why people leave that country. I fully understand it. <laughs> right, but. In saying that, bro, um, that's not me. I am not that person who I've been led to believe is that. Mm. So yeah. Okay. Well, that was a uh, that was a lot of talking. <laughs> that, that was a, a whole like holela uh, for you, like a, It was massive for me, bro. And I don't do things half-assed. Okay. Like I'm very much like, if I'm gonna do something, I want to research it. I want to look into it. I, I want to believe it. Yeah, you know, I wanna, I wanna. Well, you I, wanted to research Egypt? Was that the? Uh... Well, no, I had researched Egypt. Where were we gonna go? Where are we gonna stay? What are we gonna ah, do? Okay, Where's right. the safe areas? Like, I went nuts, bro. Like, I'm taking my wife there. You know, I've never been to. Yeah, yeah. I've never been effectively outside of Australia other than to go to Fiji for my honeymoon. Right. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So thirty years I lived here, never set foot outside of the boundary. Right, been to Queensland, been to Dubbo, been to Wagga, you know, been to Orange, but never gone beyond the seas other than to Fiji. And Fiji is around the corner. Yeah, it's not that far away. You know, and, it's, and like it's pretty Fiji, cool. Fiji is it's all Aussies anyway. Freaking awesome, man. <laughs> Fiji is freaking awesome. If anybody gets a chance to go to Fiji, go to Fiji. You will not regret it. Yeah, um, no, I did like I did enjoy Fiji. Yeah. I didn't really go to. It was a cruise, so we ended up there no no like we part of the cruise but i would like stayed. to go yeah stay there for a bit we stayed at a resort very amazing namali resort right. very amazing we I'll were check it out. pampered to the shit house see the last time i've ever been to egypt was when i was 11 right right okay we did like a, a little uh i call it the farewell tour <laughs> the, <laughs> okay <clears throat> well it wasn't my farewell my dad wanted to go see his sisters and stuff and then right. just like you know to one last hurrah kind of thing yep yep I was like man none of these people are worth it let's just go back um but like I liked the country Mm. I didn't have that thought while I was there like I Mm. was a kid and got told to shut up everywhere we go so that they wouldn't figure out that that you're from Sydney Sydney. (laughs) it's a thing bro they know us yeah so like everywhere we went anytime we got into a taxi anytime we were like going to a shop to bargain or whatever I wasn't yeah. allowed to speak yep. even though I could speak Arabic yeah yeah. Like fluent Arab my Arabic back then was they just much know, bro, better and than you it buckle. is now you buckle once they put it on you oh you're from Australia like what are you gonna say like I was well enough to speak Ar- like even with them but mm. they this this accent that we have apparently mm. that they can pick out I guess it's like how you can like when someone talks in an accent here i guess in, yeah in i mean you can pick out somewhat where they're from oh you could just pick out that they're not from here yeah you're either a bogan or you're not yeah. look the, <laughs> the the specificity of uh like sydney that shit is impressive yeah that's uh, what shocked me we didn't have that not from what i can remember anyway mm. like i enjoyed it i enjoyed the country as a kid yep hated the uh the way it smelt 
hated the uh, like just the the crowdedness everywhere. Mm. Um, yeah, that got to me too. That was like yep. traffic all the time. Yep, from one to place too. to another, from going from this relo to this relo. I hate traffic here on a good day, bro. Yeah, <laughs> the food there was great. The uh, like, look, I enjoyed parts of it, like playing on the road on the street with like kids mm. uh, in the apartment blocks that we were staying in. Yeah, seeing where my parents grew up, yep. all of that, that was all cool. Mm. Um, but. By the end of it, I was like, get me on a plane and send me back to Australia because I'm sick of this shit. Like, 100%. It's, it's amazing. Yes, yeah. nice country, whatever. Yeah. But I don't want to live. Like, yeah. this isn't where 100%. I want to be. So, question for you, bro. Did, do you feel like you have a, a greater appreciation for Australia? Uh, that trip didn't do it for me. It was the trip to London that made me have, have a, oh, really? a massive appreciation okay. for it. Yeah. So, I wasn't going... Were you born in Egypt? Yeah. Okay. So, you're like me. Born in Egypt, yeah. came here when I was two. We yeah. came in '91. Yeah. So I've been here for 30, 30 years. Yeah. So you're you're like me, same yeah. experience in that sense. In that sense, yeah. I guess if I went up when I was old, like if I, I would go if I was older, maybe. You haven't gone back recently, have you? No. And look, yeah. I I do want to. Yeah. Uh, I just want to go, like, hang out, have, see mm. some family and that sort of stuff. That that would be pretty cool. I know I already don't want to live there, and I know it's not the place that um. Mm. I've got my eyes set on. But yeah, London's what really made me look around and go, ha, thank God I live in Australia. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, talk about that because I had my existential crisis in 2016. When was yours? <laughs> London's a shithole. Like, <laughs> and, uh, like, not to be rude, but it really is, man. It smells like piss everywhere. Yeah, well. Everything's old as fuck. It, nothing works whether it's too hot or too cold. Like, they haven't... They, <laughs> they don't... Uh, yeah, like, yes, they're smart, but they're incredibly dumb. Like, they have... Because there's so many people there, you have a bigger spectrum of, like, uh, of IQ, mm. is the way I like to put it. So, But is that just the people you mingled with? That's all over the place. Like, okay. you remember, I, I was all over London. Like, from... Yeah. Like, we were from the cent- center of London out all the way to the west of London to parts of the east like I, I'd literally gone to a lot of places over London mm. because of work so I was dealing with like incredibly uh, like in- interesting people like awesome to hang out with fun take you to certain like different uh, bars here and that culturally educated Cult- culturally educated <laughs> yeah but then there was like just the I don't know man like there's just yeah I, I don't want to keep going on about it because I don't like yeah. digging in that way but what really made me appreciate where I live is the fact that like everyone I know is living five six people deep in a house That's in what, London yeah right or if you want to live somewhere look it's getting this way in Sydney anyway but just to go absolutely anywhere there's no you can't drive there's you can't just drive down to your mate's house like 10 minutes so there's no 10 minute drive that doesn't exist there's no such thing as a 10-minute drive. So why, what do you, I don't understand. What do you mean? It takes 30 minutes. Standard. Yeah, but that same could be said around here, bro. To get to your place here, that yeah. does not take me 30 minutes. It takes me maybe 15. 29 and a half. 
Takes me 15 yeah, no, it's minutes about 15 minutes. You're right, you're right. Like, our roads are nice. Look, maybe during the day, if I was to come, like, during a peak hour, yes, it probably would take me half an hour to get here. Yeah. But there's a time of the day where I could get here in less traffic. Yeah. Doesn't exist over there. Yeah, right, oh. People drive like it's a third world country. Oh, like Egypt. <laughs> it, exactly. I'm not even kidding. It reminded me exactly of that. Yeah, uh, guys, I'm not even going to try and explain it. You guys can just Google the traffic in Egypt. If you've ever been to Europe, that's exactly how they drive in Egypt, but with like 60 million more cars. Yeah, far right. The place is, again, 60 million people and the, the size of London, like London, it will fit in. So you hated it? No, I didn't hate it. Okay. I, I was like, I hated it as a place to live in. So you wouldn't, you couldn't settle down there? No chance in hell. Yeah, right. I was like, I was craving the weirdest shit while I was there. Like okay. grass. Really? I, like, I just want to see some <laughs> Open grass. Open field. Yeah. <laughs> like you, I walk past a bit of grass and I'm like, oh, that looks so crazy. Oh, that's awesome. Like, Bro, you're just jizzing over exactly. grass. Exactly. Wow. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> like, it made me so weird. I'm like, nah, this isn't right. But it, it puts it in perspective. And, and I think you pointed on the fact that you kind of have to leave what you know. Leave your comfort zone. Mm. To figure out that that's your comfort zone. Yeah. Like, I think I think you mentioned something like that. Like, for you, it wasn't Egypt, you know? Yeah, that that wasn't really... Like, I had... I, I was too young to be thinking about things that yeah. way. While I was there, I was actually, like, gearing up to stay there for a while. Really? And I could have stayed there for a while. That's Like, these things, as much as these things sound like they bug me. Mm. Like, We're it, talking about London, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't going to bug me if I was there for five, six years, because I always knew that there was, like, a an end in sight kind of thing okay but exfiltration route yeah (laughs) I don't know what that means but exit route what you said there you go (laughs) so for me it was kind of like I watched Mission Impossible suss it out (laughs) (laughs) watch too many movies I love movies bro like suss it out see what it's like Um, yeah you know who knows but then like yes it was fun living with roommates I had five roommates okay that was fun that was awesome my roommates were great yep I got lucky, hmm. very lucky, because I heard some not so lucky stories from other people. Oh right? right, okay. Like people with creepy roommates, or just like ones that were incredibly dirty, or just mm. smoked all the time and smoked in the house and mm. shit like that. Like just people that you're dealing with, God knows who from God knows where, and with God knows what background. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's fine. You could, like it was easy for me to get along with my roommates because they all turned out to be decent folks decent people yeah some of them kept to themselves that's fine some of them like two of them three of them actually we were close mates still are good mates so we'd interact with each other a lot during the week Mm. that was great and then you have your work friends and whatever else blah blah blah. like London just showed me that yes it's nice and people talk that place up like it's something amazing it's Mm. really not (laughs) Like we really look each to their own, bro. They, nah, like, fuck that. I am I like uh, in Australia. All honesty, though, shits all over London. Where Australia? Australia does. Man. Oh, cause look, I can't say anything bad about Australia. I love it to a T. But in all honesty, like you went for work. Yeah. You know, it, I reckon if you had gone on a tourism trip, it would I not be different. the same. Yeah, you, like you wouldn't take away the same thing. You know? No, yeah. I like, had to deal with their like like look, I had to deal with things that people wouldn't have to deal with. Like, as I had to tourists, deal with their yeah. their RTA system. Exactly. And stuff there. Like, like the day in, day out. The the yeah. actual living living um what's the word I'm looking for? 
the what the like the like, Liverpool experiences. Like live not just just the living experience. That's, yeah. yeah, we'll use that word because I can't think of a better word. Um, <laughs> but like it's, I think if you went as a tourist, you might find it a little bit different. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think if I had embraced Egypt as a tourist, I probably would have had a better time. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Like in saying that, I, I probably would have. Treated it as treated it as okay. So what? I'll pay. I'll pay the ticket money. Mind you, by the way, every time someone asks me like, "Where are you from?" Mm. The first thing I said was, "I'm from Australia." Like the Egyptian thing never came up. That's where we differed. Yeah, that's where you and I differed. When people ask me where you from, I would always say, "I'm Egyptian." All right, I'm from Egypt, and I had a. It wasn't an argument, but I had a a lady once like. She didn't arc up or anything like that. She's just like, no, 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 no. Like, I mean, I don't mean, like, where are your parents from? I was like, no, I'm born in Egypt. Mm. You know, like, I was arguing the fact that I am Egyptian. Yeah. Right? And she's like, oh, I had no idea. I thought you were born here. I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm born there, mate. You know? Yeah. Like, that's the type of um, defense I would put up. Okay. Because that's what I believed. That's that's honestly what I believed. I was like, no, you're freaking Egyptian, mate. I don't care what anybody tells you. Because that's what that's what my parents said, you know, that's what the church yeah. was always saying. Like it's you got you know, we're yeah, not from here. For we're me not it from... was yeah, I'm I'm from Australia. Um uh, oh, all right, yeah, yeah. And then when they do the weird face like you don't look Australian. Yeah. I'd be like, But I was born in Egypt. Yeah. And they're like, Ah, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but I obviously don't sound Egyptian. If that no. whatever that sounds like, well, um, I don't know, bro. I reckon we sound a little bit more like the Lebanese when we talk. We have that. Yeah, maybe. We don't sound Australian. I'll tell you that. I much. got some weird. Like, <laughs> I got some like, man. Where are you from? Are you from? Uh, you, like, are you from Canada? Are you from America? Canada. Like, what's wrong with you people? Like, what no. The? <laughs> like, you don't sound Australian. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? That's brilliant. Like, just because every Australian you've ever met is from Western Australia, and they sound like the most drongos. Yeah, like yeah, drongo. All right, fair enough. But like, people in Sydney have a more like a, a sort of we do have down a, accent, a larger vocabulary. We uh, say you're gronk. Listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we have a watered-down accent yeah, in terms of... to a degree. And not just that. Culturally, your accent gets watered down from wherever you are. Yeah. You know, like even, even Brits that come here have a watered-down accent. You know, that it yeah. amalgamates with the Australian accent. And mm. that becomes part of your speech, your everyday yeah. speech. And that's cool. That actually, like, it's it's cool to sound, to, to hear different sounds, like the words spoken in different sounds yeah. and stuff like that. The only time it really makes, a, I think, a massive difference is when you do go overseas. Because then you do hear the Australian accent. You hear the way we, we say specific words in English. Yeah, in comparison. In comparison yeah, to, yeah. like, everybody else. Like, get, it, it would get picked up and I'd get sort yeah. of... Uh, on the racism thing, like, do you ever, have you ever copped, like, uh, racism for something that you're not? Like, does that make sense? Does that question make nah, sense? No, I've always copped, like, Arab racism. Ah, okay, all right. I've, I've got... I get a broad spectrum. How? What? How? I don't know. I've been told that I look Filipino sometimes. Uh, depends. Told... If you The way you're sitting right now, you look half Filo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, been, yeah, so like I, I, I cop that kind of thing. I get like a little bit of Arab sometimes when the beard's out. I get yeah. I get weird ones. I'm like... Uh, no, okay, I get cool. I get legit racism. Like I get... Bro, when, when 9-11 hit, mm. um, I didn't know it at the time, but... There were people cracking jokes to my face 
um, about oh planes in your pocket. You know, one one guy. I went, I went to school because it happened when I was at school, and one kid was like, "Oh, you got some planes in your pocket? You know, you're gonna fly into any buildings?" And I was like, "What are you talking about? You're on crack." Yeah. Right. Like I had no idea because I actually didn't know what had happened. Right. And to the degree where the principal called us all the Arabs in the school. Mm. <laughs> into his office and said, guys, if you experience any form of racism, anybody says anything out of line to you, by all means, come to my office, tell me personally, and I will take care of it. Like, they were yeah. pretty they were pretty solid. Like, the school was pretty solid. I had no idea what was going on. None of the Arabs at school had any idea what was going on. We don't watch the news at friggin' 6 a.m. in the morning to know what the hell's going on, yeah. right? And this kid said that to me, and I was like... Yeah, sure, buddy. They're in my pocket. Yeah, good one. Gave <laughs> him a thumbs up and kind of like, yeah. you're more of a crackhead than anybody I know right now. <laughs> and it wasn't until we got home that day where I realized after seeing it on TV, 9-11, terrorists, Arabs, blah, 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 blah. And the thought hit me hard. I was like, shit, that kid who happened to be a white Australian kid <laughs> was being racist. That call that he made was being racist. Yeah. Right? Yes, it was a joke, but kids are kids. When you you know, when you're in your teens, bro, and you even when you're younger, you say shit. You don't know what it means, you don't know what it does to the other person on the other end. Yeah. Right? But you say shit. At the same time he probably didn't know that it was that That's what I'm saying. Offensive. He he didn't know. Like Well that it was offensive. Like I don't yeah. know. I mean I, I, this like it's a shit joke. If it was funny I would have been like, Yeah, like But not? I didn't get the joke yeah. because <laughs> I hadn't I didn't have any idea what was going on. But the racism hit after the fact. Mm. And it did make me feel like, oh, I am still inferior and it it cemented what everybody else has been saying about you're not from this country. Yeah. That's what it cemented for me that day. So that stuff actually gets to you. Not now. I, I, now, like I said earlier, I can draw a line between a joke and somebody actually physically having a racist go at me. Mm. Right. And when it, when it's a racist go, mate, I'll dish it out. You know, if you, if you're going to be racist, let's sit down and have an educated racist chat. Mm. Right. You want to be racist? I'll be racist right back to you. No dramas. If it's a joke, then I dish out the other end. You know, it becomes a, okay, well, you know, what, what, whoever the person being racist is, I'll crack a joke about them. Yep. You know? Like, it's not it, it's not taken personal. It's only taken personal when it's intended to be taken personal. Yeah. So, no, that doesn't affect me now. Back then, when I was younger, when I didn't really know who I was, didn't really know where I fit in, yes, it did affect me. And I did get to a stage where I stopped caring about it and just stopped giving a shit about people being racist. Mm. You know? Like, I, I learned that you want to be racist, go be racist. Couldn't care less. How often does racism occur? Not that you? much. Not at all. Like, I yeah. could count maybe three times that it's ever happened to me with my knowledge. Yeah. Like, me actually knowing about, oh, you're, you're being a piece of shit right now. You're, yeah. you're being a racist. Um, apart from that it's all generally just jokes you know and if in my opinion some people will tell you oh even jokes are racist yeah but 
it's a perspective. I can choose to let it to, roll off the... To those people, I say remove the stick from where it do not shine. <laughs> <laughs> nah, listen, man. Like, it's uh, true, yeah. though. Look, it's yes, true. There's, you can definitely tell the difference between two. Yeah. Either way, like I lean into it and be like, oh, yeah, 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 for sure, man. And then just like, it usually kills it. It kills it. That's right. It kills that joke. Like the what you just said, 100% true, bro. The kid walked away going, what the fudge? Like, yeah. that wasn't the reaction I expected. Yeah. You know? And, yes, it does kill it. Even if it is a joke, it just kills it. Yeah. But, but all right. That's, I got... I copped racism for being Australian. All right. For explain. the first time in London. I've never copped that. <laughs> it was a, from, from a British dude. He told me to go back to my country, which to him at that point was, was Australia? Australia I was wow. like oh no way bro like yes this is sick this is awesome <laughs> Aussie's cop that too like what happened why he was involved in an accident with one of my drivers and then I've been dealing with their uh, with their roads so like the TFL over there yeah. for ever and their insurance companies that's all I do so I actually became really proficient in their road rules okay right? fair enough did you ever drive there yeah, every day. Mad. Like, well, not every day, but like at least three, four times a week, easily. Yeah. Moving cars around and stuff like that. So by proxy, you became excellent at road rules. I just had to learn their road system. Yeah. So he got into an accident with one of my drivers, so I'm talking to the guy on the phone. I'm like, hey, listen, uh, you need to give him your, like, you need to give insurance him your, 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 pay, your driver's license details or if, what insurance company you're with or like something. You need to give him something. Yeah. He's like, um, what do you know? You're not even from here. I was like... From your accent. Yep. Right. I was like, yeah, I'm not, but I do... This is my job. I do this every day. So, yeah, I do know what I'm talking about. <laughs> He's like, I want to talk to someone from this country. Wow. I was like, man, like, I'm speaking English just like you, dickhead. Like, <laughs> uh, he, he's like, oh, you don't know shit. You don't know the road rules. I'm like, listen... This is these are the rules. The DVLA says blah 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 blah. You have to do this. You have to do that. The insurance company says blah 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 blah. This is what you have to do. You work for a company, so the, the car's not even in your like the vehicle's not even your name. You're not going to pay for shit. Yeah, like, it's all, your company all, insurance. Yeah, all yeah. you got to do is give us your driver's license details so that we have a uh, like so we have a record of what's going on. I go, you know what? And you don't have to even if you don't. Guess what? He's going to call the cops. Yeah. And that's all. And you're not going anywhere. It's London. Yeah. You're in, you're in, <laughs> yeah. You're not escaping. <laughs> yeah. You're stuck. Like this was near Tower Bridge where the accident happened. I, like you're stuck on that bridge until somebody comes and moves you. So yeah. just give him your shit. He's like, mate, go back to your fucking country and blah. blah. Oh, that's a very Aussie accent. That I just <laughs> did, but like, in there, whatever Habal accent that they've got, like go, uh, go back to your country blah blah I'm like wow bro I was smiling like I'm li- so you didn't get offended no I was smiling on the other side of the phone I was like this is hilarious I wonder yeah. like what he would say if, if he saw me like man yeah but even still like all the only like uh, shit I copped for being there was always about being Australian mm. it was never you're Egyptian or you're an ethnic or that never popped like that. up yeah fair enough that wasn't a thing yeah it was always that yeah righto Nah, I don't know. Uh, thinking about it now, bro, I reckon I'd get more offended if somebody actually chucked a proper racist comment towards me. Because now I am actually cemented in the idea that I am Australian. You know? And for somebody to say, oh, go back to your country, your ethnic, or whatever, like whatever the, whatever yeah. the comment is, 
right? Like that to me would hurt more now. I think because mm. I know now where I'm from. I, I, I've I've overcome that identity crisis that I had. Yeah. So you take you it know? more personal that you're like like now I am Australian. This is your place. This yeah. is my home. Mm. You haven't got the right to tell me piss off. You know, a- and a lot of the times it hasn't happened. Like it, it's never happened since for a while i've never experienced you know a, a comment like that yeah but um no i've had i've had one or two tussles here and there yeah you know generally in the workplace at some stage uh one or once at school really just that airplane comment at school i went to all egyptian school so like if i was experiencing racism it'd be weird not really, bro. We're the most racist culture against ourselves. Yeah, I think every something. culture is is, yeah, is racist against itself. It's kind of like, yeah, all right, man. I'm from the same place you are, so like, okay. Yeah, like but, jokes on you. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't like it's more you know it's a joke. Like yeah. there's no way that's not a joke. Yeah. Like it's the the person saying it is just like you. Yeah. Yeah. So that for September 11, I was in that school as well. So like, I look after it. Yeah, in public and stuff like that, you copped it like uh, Arab this, but it never sort of hit home for me because I'm like, yeah, but I'm Egyptian. We're not Arabs. That's the other thing is you got to really define the word Arab at that point. But when you're talking about it, everything gets lumped together. Yeah. You know, like you speak Arabic, you're Arab. Nobody, nobody's going to delve into the cultural, you know, facts behind it. But that's why you were invaded and you were used. Yeah. Yeah, Like it's, that's the thing you knew, but the ignorance is what, but the ignorance is what cuts you. You get me? Like for me... No, it doesn't. It makes me laugh. It's like, oh, you... Retard. Nah, see, for me, brother, ignorance is what cuts me because as much as that guy is ignorant of the fact, mm. right, that I'm not an Arab per se, um, he still made that comment in his mind fully believing that that was the case. Do you get me? So he, yeah. was, he was still... That comment was still cemented. You know, whether I'm an Arab or not, mm. you believed I was. And said it and made yourself look like an idiot because you didn't know what you were talking about. To him. So to me, that's that's the part that I... Yeah, I get it. You to. So you play on the perspective, whereas I took it to heart. I, I got offended by it. I still do that. I'm yeah. like, especially because I do cop random like comments for being like Asian or whatever. I'm like, what? <laughs> like I have so much hair. It's not funny, but yeah. on my face, it's not... Yeah, but anyway, um, but most of, most of all, like through all of this I've found that it's easier to connect with people like that like not not the racist people like, I mean just like, <laughs> I was looking, like what <laughs> fuck the racist people but what I'm saying is like uh, it's it's been it helps me get along with more people mm. so I like it so I'm like yeah alright yeah cool you I embrace it yeah. like I, I was in an airport I, I think it was when I was coming back from uh, from Amsterdam actually mm. I got stopped by three different national people from three different nationalities. Yeah. All asking me questions in their language, thinking that I was No way. From, yeah, I got stopped by a Turkish person who started talking to me in Turkish. I was like, uh don't understand wow. that. Wow. Got stopped by uh by a uh like a uh, what's it called, a South American woman who started speaking to me in Spanish. Wow. It sucked because when I told her my name she thought I was lying to her. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, No, I really don't know. No, that's not your name. <laughs> Um, and then the third one, she look. She was Arab, but she was like one of the Arabs. I don't understand. Oh, like a different know. dialect. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I'm guessing Saudi. I don't know. I don't, like I couldn't understand what she was saying. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, there's maybe. An, I think Moroccan. Yeah, they do the, yeah. speak a little bit of Arabic, but it's very. All three of them in yeah. the airport at three different stages. I was like, this is hilarious. Like, not one person. Wow. Like, all these three people thought I was from their country, and I'm not. Wow. Like, and they're talking to you in their language. Yeah, they just blurred out in their language. I'm like, whoa. whoa, whoa. Oh, I'm like Australian. Ingalais, <laughs> Ingalais. Yeah, English. <laughs> Bro. And then the guy, the one of them was the guy at the metal detectors. He's like, he starts speaking to, that's the Turkish guy. He starts yeah. speaking in Turkish. I'm like, huh? He's like, he says he repeats it again. I'm like, huh? Wow. I'm like English. He's like, no, no, no. Where are you really from? Uh, <laughs> I'm like, dude, like I'm from Australia. Look at my passport. But I was born in Egypt. He's like, oh, Egypt. I was like, yes. Uh, wow. I go, Did you speak Arabic? He's like, no. I'm like, all right, there we go. Because you want to know a funny story? So I have a similar story to that, but not in their language. So when me and Zena were leaving from, um, I think we were leaving from Egypt. I can't remember. She knows details. Mm. I'm not a stickler for details. Um, which is weird because my job is all about details. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mr. Planning. But I I'm, I'm believe, yeah, we were leaving from Egypt, going to Jordan. And we actually had an Asian young girl, right? Like probably a backpacker traveling, like doing her own thing. Um, she spotted me and Zena because of our English accent, like our talking. We were talking yeah. in Egypt. Like at that point... We were leaving the airport. I couldn't care less about Egypt anymore. Mm. So I'm like, I'm Aussie, I'm Aussie. You're, uh, you're nobody's stopping me for nothing, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, waving around the blue passport, everything. <laughs> and this this poor girl walked up to me and Zena, and she was bawling her eyes out. And she's like, um, "Can you help me?" And we're like, "Oh, here we go." What you know, like we're in a foreign mm. airport, Asian girl. I suspected everything under the sun. I was like, nah, she's being dodgy. She probably speaks Arabic. She probably knows. She just wants money. Mm. Right? This girl's bawling her eyes out. And it was about two seconds into the conversation. She's like, I could start to hear her. Um, I think she was from Melbourne. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, oh, you should have kicked her in the face and walked away. No, no. Well, she was, she was just bawling <laughs> her eyes out. And she's like, um, my bags are over. The, the size oh, the size limit poor girl. and they wanted to charge her yeah and obviously they know she's a westerner she's asian so she's yeah. not she's not going to pass as an egyptian <laughs> yeah um so they're like full-on wanting to charge her they're like you need to pay and you need to pay big bucks and like i said before once they know you're a foreigner you're paying 50 times the standard price yeah right they don't um, even hide that shit. No, it, bro, it's advertised. If you yeah. can read the Arabic, it's actually advertised local price, foreign price. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they rely on you not being able to read, so you just like whatever the number they point at. Um, this chick's bawling her eyes out. They wouldn't let her on the plane with, with the baggage and whatever. They know she's going to pay. They know she's going to cough up at some stage, right? And back then, I mean, money's tight over there, so they're looking for it, mm. you know? So that like that's something, that's something bad about Egypt. They're... The, the, the money is not there so they look for it wherever they can get it yeah they hustle um, they hustle and this poor woman I remember me and Zena just looking at her going look it's alright what's the problem she's like my baggage is over there they won't let me in I need to get some money um, can you help me out somehow and I had I had some extra dollars like Aussie dollars in my um, wallet um, just in case we needed to ever transfer or, or just swap out money in an instant yeah right 
Um, or you just wave a $5 note and they all go crazy because they know they're going to get 12 times the amount for it. Yeah. Um, so I looked into my wallet and I had a $5 note. And I, I turned around to the girl and I said, here, take this. Go sort out your baggage. All right? It's five bucks. Mm. Like, it's five bucks, bro. <laughs> you look at it and you're like, it's five bucks. Yeah. You know, like... To n- us, yeah. Not much in Australia you could do with five bucks anymore. <laughs> mm. um, so she walked away all happy and in in the back of my mind I'm like you did a good thing even if it was a hustle and you got played whatever like it is what it is mm. if she eats that night if she's poor and she eats that night whatever I don't care like I did my you know what is it my my good deed good for the deed day for the, yeah. <laughs> um wasn't until later that we me and Zena had gone through the gates never saw this girl whatever gone through the gates this small Asian chick runs up to us right and she's like overjoyed and she's like oh thank you so much for helping me I've got your change I was like change change for five bucks change for five bucks what do you mean she's like yeah I've got your change like thank you so much like I just needed like I just needed those couple of extra Egyptian pounds to get over the line um I was like look don't worry about it Keep it. Go go buy yourself a coffee. Keep it just in case of another emergency. You get stopped somewhere else. Whatever. She's she was traveling through countries. Mm. Egypt was just one of her stops. Yeah. Um, and that to me was cool because she recognized me for my Aussie accent. Yeah, yeah. Not for my oh you're Egyptian or you're this or you're that. Like it was the you are not from here, mm. <laughs> which already was playing in my mind. Like, already I'm like, no, I'm not from here. Yeah, okay. I, I, like, I, 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 and that was kind of like another story that kind of cemented it for me of, no, you're recognized as an Aussie, you know? And then you look at, you come home and then you look at things like your citizenship, you know, your passport, your, like, there's so many things that this is my land. This is, this is my house. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get you. I get you. I understand where where it is that you're coming from. I'm not attached to my uh, your heritage. My heritage is yeah. and roots is. Is your mum attached? Man, she hates Egypt. Really? Yeah. She's like, I'm never going back. I was like, okay, all right. bro. My dad's <laughs> like that. My mum's not. My dad. My dad's very much. I hate Egypt. Yeah. Like I would never. But I get it. Foot. Like she had nothing but. Yeah. Look, not nothing but, but she had some shitty experiences when yeah. she was there. Same. And it's just, it's just one of those places, man. It's not you gotta remember as well. We're not Muslims. Mm. We're Coptic over yeah, there, which is persecuted big time. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. It's, it's, it's if you're if you're talking to a woke person these days, a in, woke in, person. Yeah, don't, don't <laughs> go down that road. Right. In in these countries, like in the Western countries, they tell you, oh, they're like oppressed or whatever. Yeah, cool. But that from a country where we're from, it's the complete opposite. And it's like outwardly just done. Yeah, it's not hidden. Like there's a bombing every it's not uh, hidden, yeah. Every Christmas and Easter. Yeah, it's not hidden. One church. Look, is not all hidden. Muslims are bad. Like that's nah, not that's not what we're saying. Yeah, but I and I get I get that that's what you mean, but it is not hidden. Yeah, it's you know? not hidden at all. Yeah. And look, there'll be there'll there's plenty of examples of, of, of people that will come to your aid and whatever else that, Yeah. But there's a whole contingent out there that's just like, yeah. Believe it or not, bro, that was one thing I thought I would experience, the the, the Muslim-Christian hatred. 
Yeah. Um, you don't. I experience it more in Australia than I have experienced it in Egypt. The two weeks I was there in Egypt, I fully expected to see like a hatred, an animosity between the two. Because all we see is the bombings on TV and yeah. you know the stories that you hear from family and stuff like that. And when I went there, I struggled. If you were not veiled... Um, or had the proper like Muslim beard, the stock standard, like you, you can tell a mile away. Yeah, I struggled to pinpoint whether you were a Christian or you were a Muslim. Nothing in your actions, nothing in your dialect, like nothing gave it away. It wasn't as if they they treated you outwardly like rubbish, you know. Like your dollar was as good to them as it was to anybody else. Yeah, you know, but growing but up remember, with man, it, it's a poor place. They don't have time for that shit. Yeah, but growing up with it, like our parents, yeah, I think they would have seen it a lot worse. Yeah, they would have seen it in yeah. their schools. I know they my dad. I know my dad experienced it yeah. heavily when he became a doctor over there. He was discriminated against a lot just based on the religion. Yeah. Mum, I don't think ever worked in Egypt, so I don't think she experienced it much. Mum loves Egypt, so. You know, you can't. I can't say anything bad against Egypt to her. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, um, it's still her country. Yeah, the day where she was born, we spent most of the time, all yeah. that sort of stuff. But for like, I can't even remember why we got on that topic to begin with. But oh yeah, like that's that's why she's not like she didn't have my mom didn't have those amazing experiences. Like yeah. she had great times, of course, friends and family. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. But there was also the like actual racism, like none of this crappy. Uh, like these words that hurt like getting acid thrown at you and getting shit like that that kind of racism not, oh she experienced not pansy, that yeah fuck that's why when someone tells me some stories these days I'm I'm like man you've right here I am talking about some guy making a paper plane comment in my pocket and you're uh, yeah but it's not my story to tell thrown. basically but yeah like look yeah, it's wow. things, things things were a bit crazier back then and mm. I, I'm guessing I don't know what it's like now I don't know much about it look now. i went in 2016 bro and i didn't i wasn't yeah. but i was there for two weeks yeah right. and i was treated like a tourist maybe so. something i should go check out mate i, I have uh, some friends that live there mm. could probably like you know have a, a deeper conversation about the country and how it yeah. all goes down yeah but yeah anyway interesting little uh segues that we, we that was a very on. interesting one we actually had zero plan for tonight's topic not even the topic oh no <laughs> i definitely had the plan to ask you about your identity crisis really was, yeah, yeah that yeah. was what i was uh look at this guy yeah. look at I, who's planning now mate plan my ass <laughs> all i'm planning is a mass genocide after all these people calling in with their Trying to get green slips and don't have a, a freaking. I'll uh, take it. I'll take it. Work was a tough one today. <laughs> yeah, let's not go down that route. We'll be here yeah, for another two cool. hours. But um, cool. but yeah, all I'm just say, all I'm saying is Thanos had a point. Thanos. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, mate. Well, I think that's the end of uh, Ep Eleven. That's it. We're back. We're there. We're done. We're Guys, there. check out our socials at uh, at the sexy kebab on Instagram. Yeah. And the uh, sexy kebab podcast so formal on facebook <laughs> so formal so formal and right. uh what's our email sexy our email address is sexy with it uh, sxc right kebab k-e-double-b-a-b at gmail.com gmail.com the gmail yeah from back in the day. old school still running yeah now I'm, the old one is hotmail i'm a real g um no. <laughs> um and 
I was also thinking about this, bro, but we, we haven't told people to write reviews and stuff for us. Don't. I so wanna, I don't want to know. Yeah, to be honest, <laughs> like I looked at it today and I was like, I wonder if anybody's actually written anything. Because we've had external reviews, like people have sent us stuff. Yeah. But I was curious to see if anybody's actually gone legit and written a review. None so far. So I'm cool with that. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I, I don't really care. Just count your blessings because like, I've seen reviews on Google and what it, like, it gets messy. It gets messy. I'm yeah. not saying don't leave them. If you want to leave it, leave it. I don't, I don't mind. I'm just saying, if you if you want to talk to us, just talk to us. Just right? chat. Uh, send a send a message. Send a whatever. Like a photo. Do it. You know, whatever. You do you, baby. Yeah, it's a free country. Thank God for that, mate. Yeah. Thank God for that. All right, let's call this a night. Let's call it a night. Sexy's about to fall asleep. Yeah. Yalla, boy. Bye.